back to what you were saying, like I said, I don't disrespect somebody's religion and you know, disrespect mine. Come on now, and all I was saying to him was that it's um in this universe, some people were trying to tell me like they couldn't understand that the universe and the universe mm-hmm. and God are like one and the same. They're no different. They kept trying to make it seem like God was here and, and the universe was something completely different. God gave everybody the ability to tap into their own universe. Some do, some don't. Some tap into it inadvertently. But you can't criticize me for wanting to tap into something or wanting to believe in something. You know what's so funny? You can change a person's faith. It's hard as hell to change a person's beliefs. That's damn near impossible. Come on! That's true. That's actual factual. You can never change my beliefs because, like, I know who I am. And many times I try to run from this. And I'm like, God really wants me doing this. You know, there's people that I help when I read tarot cards. Like, I even have my brother-in-law that he takes away the computer because he doesn't want me to do live tarot card readings. And I help people. Like, I literally have people that cry to me that are like yo like my life is a mess like you know I'm Come on. To my family I can relate to you and they see me and my family online they're like I wish I had a family like yours you know things like that you know people go through stuff and they need somebody there and who am I to deny them of that man you got look let me just say it's, a lot of people have special abilities out here and they do not use their special abilities and they try to figure out what's missing what's wrong it's because you're ignoring your God-given talent. God yeah. gave everybody a special ability. Mm-hmm. Some just tap into theirs easier than others. Yes, yeah, sometimes it takes you a while to know your special ability. But we all have one. And your ability is to be able to talk to these people, to share with these people, to let these people come to you, the different experiences. Let me tell you something. I'd be fascinated with you all things because you've done a lot. And let me just say, that's just adds layers to your character, to your mystique, people at home. Look, it's nothing wrong with being a jack of many trades, but a master of none. I know motherfuckers that only know one trick and they ain't even mastered that. So why can't you have several? It's like um, all things. What do you think about best friends? And some people believe you can only have one best friend. I believe you have several different best friends throughout life. That's true. You have many best friends. And you know what's great about social media? I've met some of the closest friends that I have now I've met through social media. Can you believe that? I do. It's real. Sincere. People. Genuine people you've met. Come on. People that really fuck with me heavy, that support my fighting, people that support my podcast. People that are like, hey, like right now, there's a bunch of girls that I met. Listen, I met them last year in L.A. with my homeboy. And we all went out. We we were chilling with Rick Fox and everything, VIP, you know, to go to some video game thing. And uh, now we're all planning a trip to go to Hawaii with our kids, you know? Come on. That's the type of shit we do. That's the type type of shit. Like, how how are we going to make this money? Oh, let's go out and do a vacation. Let's go do girls night. Oh, let's do couples night. You know, that's the type of shit that we do. That's the type of shit we got to do. Let me just tell him again. I want to be, 
I run with the money team. And you right. got to understand, if you run with the money team, what that means is, say, for example, people at home, all things called me up one day and was like, yo, beat all, I'm in a spot. Can you cash at me $30 real quick? I'm in her circle. If I ain't got 30, if I got 20, I'm going to send her what I got because we in a circle. I'm not going to send her nothing because we're in a circle. And look, the circle doesn't ask every time. So when the circle asks, of course, it must be serious for the circle to ask. That's what I'm saying. You're only as strong as your circle. If your circle is talking broke shit, well, fuck, you going to be broke, dog. Right. Right. And that's what, you know, my thing is, like, people are like, I don't want to get to know you. And I'm like, that's cool. But you're going to watch me be successful instead of you coming and being being in the loop where the successful people are at. Those are the type of people that you want to be around you. You want to be around those people. Right. Look at the five people you have around you, they say. Those five people that hang around with you every day are going to determine your success. The people you surround yourself with. Come on now. They're going to determine it, whether you believe it or not. And uh, let me just say to them, when we say they're going to determine your sex, if you, again, and this is not about, um, this is not about um, money or per se like that. But when I tell people, it's like this right here. If you're dealing with them five people and you benefit them, they can come to you for shit and you can't come to them for shit, you need to let them go. They're the wrong five people. That's what we're trying to tell you. You need people that are building, moving forward, and they're not selfish, and they're willing to help every member of the conglomerate move forward. It's about no man left behind. That's actual factual. Actual factual. I have people that, you know, I know people that are rich. I'm not going to say who they are. Even in MMA. And they'll call me and they'll be like, damn, I'm going through this situation. Like, damn, like, I don't know how I'm going to eat today because I'm not working because of COVID-19. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give you something. My mother has even offered to help out some of those people, you know? That's the, type of person, that's the type of person that I am. You could ask museum. Many situations museum has been in, and I've been there for him because that's the type of friend that I am if I fuck with you heavy. But if I don't fuck with you heavy, I'm not going to do that for you, period. Like, period. you're not going to take advantage of me. And look, and I try to tell them like this right here, and I ain't one of those suckers because I got to keep telling these people at home there's two types of motherfucking people. You know (laughs) what I'm saying? Shit, me. And I got to tell you and shit. For me, a lollipop is candy and a motherfucking sucker is a gullible person. And I'm not gullible. And what I'm trying to tell you is you're not going to just take advantage of me and right. I'm not going to see through this bullshit. That's what I'm trying to tell people. And I, I, I make sure they understand this. This isn't... Look, sometimes you might just need to come to a dog for emotional support. I'm that dog. But I might need to come to you for emotional support. That's all I'm saying. Like, you got to be... That's just got to be a revolving door, man. It can't right. just be one-sided. I don't like... When people make other people do all the heavy lifting, all right. things, you know, you got to call them up. You're always checking on them. When, that's narcissism. Fuck around. Like, me, me personally, I don't, 
call any of my family for nothing. Because anytime I discuss anything with them, they always got a negative attitude about something. Or it's like, I can't talk to them about anything because they just don't get it. They're not visionaries. Come on. They'll be like, well, why? Why this and why that? And it's like, listen, we're not, you and me, we're not on the same fucking path. I'm a visionary, okay? I'm a fucking visionary. And I've done a lot. When I pass away and people see how much shit I've done, they're going to be like, wow. God damn, this woman did a lot of shit in this short amount of time in her short-lived life. How does she do it? You know? And that's what the fuck my parents asked me. They're like, how do you do it? How, how were you taking a train for two hours to go to school two hours away and then come back, work a graveyard shift, Go to school early in the morning again, then train for MMA, and then go back to your graveyard shift and go back to school. Boy, how you do it? But come on now. Right. Yeah, right. Hey, what's so funny you know? though is, um, see, uh, have you seen this? This is new movie came out. It's called um, The Wrong Missy. No, I haven't. Oh man, it's a good movie too. It's got David Spade, and just to give people at home a little rundown, basically he meets the girl of his dreams. And then he had went on a blind date with this other chick who was off the chain, obnoxious, loud, just being herself. And he invites, he thinks he's inviting the girl of his dreams, but instead he invites the obnoxious chick. And she just starts bringing certain feelings and certain things out of him. But what's so interesting is she was a counselor. She was a, a, a swimming instructor. Man, she had like seven or eight different fields she was in. I like right. shit like that. Like when you say, yo, I did this, I did that. And I can go on with the various things like you. I used to motherfucking go under houses and mm-hmm. um, do the installation and shit. I just like it when, like you just said, it's nice when, look, we just can't be one dimensional. That's all I'm saying. Right, right. Because I see, this is this is what I see. I see the hustle from 50 Cent. And I follow 50 Cent a lot. I love reading his book, The 50th Law. That helped me get through many times. Because he's like, use what you have, what resources you have. If you have little to no resources, make the best of it, you know. And don't let fear, you know, move you. You think, I, of course, obviously, there was some fear before going in the cage. But I was like, fuck it, I'm here. So let's do it, right? This is what it is. This is what I want. So I gotta chase it now. I can't be afraid. I can't be afraid of dying, and I can't be afraid of losing. Because if you're afraid of that, this ain't the motherfucking industry for you. Go, go, sell your ass in the corner, and that's it. Call it a day. I love how you just worded that, because that goes back to what we were saying earlier about how, like, how you, anxiety and fear, fear mm-hmm. can cripple you. Yep. And shit, and will have you not go for it? And I like how you say, "Yeah, you had anxiety about getting out there, but you didn't let the fear cripple you." Because look, it's easy. Like a lot of people, a lot, look, a lot of people could have done some amazing shit, but fear stopped them. Right. Come on now. And I laugh at a lot of girls. I I seen a couple girls that you know they could have been part of Fearless, and they chose not to be part of it because they had they were scared. They felt like, you know, they didn't have enough experience. But me, after going through what I went through, going up against opponents that had like 10 years experience and all that shit, when I had pretty much none, I'm not going to put 
in a match a girl that you know has 10 years experience versus a girl that has no experience no we're gonna match it up evenly because this is an all women's league even if it wasn't it could be a men's league okay i'm gonna have we're gonna have integrity enough to say no this guy's gonna get killed in the cage we're not here to sell obviously we want to sell tickets but that's not what it's about okay we gotta we gotta be fair we gotta put if you got six months experience I'm going to match you up with a person that got six months experience. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. I got to go rookie for rookie. If you've been right. in the game for 10 years, I expect you to battle somebody that's been in the game for 10 years. Why are you... I mean, now listen, there is exceptions to this rule. So say, for example, you've been in the game for 10 years and I've been in the game for four to five, right? I can see us scrimmaging up because I got some experience under my belt. I can see that. But why do you want to take on that rookie? I don't know, man, but uh. Well, I, I mean, and then that, and that's how they got you in your first fight. When you you had to take on a vet, basically. Yeah, but I I pretty much knew that the girl had that much experience. I had already done my homework on her, you know. Okay. I had a, I had already done my homework on her. I knew I I knew like a lot about her because she had one of her friends follow me. And so I was able to look at her friend's page. I was able to look at her page. I was able to look at her YouTube. Like, she had so many different things that I could look at, so many videos and stuff. And I was like, well, I know this girl's got a lot more experience than me, but fuck it. I don't give a fuck. You know, I'm still going to go out there, and I'm still going to do what I got to do. And if she's going to brag about it, then it, whatever. Like, you're going to fucking look stupid, you know? And at the end of the day, what the promoters and, and a lot of the matchmakers were saying, they were like, well, she's not that good. Why? Because she went up against somebody like me who had little to no experience. So nobody's going to take you serious in that fact, you know, but I didn't care, you know, because to me it was like, okay, she's got a, she's got a big following. Okay. Now, whether people hate me or love me, her people are always going to follow me and watch what I do, you know, and I was able to get her, like they say, clout, able to get like clout and shit off of her without even trying. Come on now, I ain't being funny to you, but for you, it was a good look, win or lose. Right. That's what we trying to tell her for her. Win or lose, like if you beat her, it would have looked better if you beat her for her standing. I ain't lying because for her to win, it was more like clickbait. Like, yo, yeah, you know, that was kind of like an easy win. Like you expected right. that, like, don't do it like that. You know what I'm saying? You 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 took an easy route. Listen. But it's not even that. It's not even that. Like, I don't even think she really knew who I was. Okay. And here's the thing. Yeah, because, like, when you look on my page, it looks like I have a lot of years of experience. And it's just photos, right? You can look at photos all day. Like, niggas look at photos all day, and they don't know that I'm motherfucking out here. They don't know when I'm running. They don't know when I'm shadow boxing. Why? Because I don't post fucking pictures. I don't post fucking videos. So they're expecting me to be sleeping right now. That's what they're expecting me to do. Well, that's you what really I'm like. I love that. That's, I love what you said about those pictures because I want to tell the people at home. I might have took a picture on Thursday that I ain't putting up till Saturday. And a lot right. of times with these, um, with the Red Eye Report, we'll record these joints on a certain day and then I'll flood the market on a whole nother day with like four or five uploads and right. shit. Just, just like, I, I, what I'm saying is, I, so, and then at times I'll do it on the same day, but I just like to say, I I don't want to be, again, we color outside the lines. I'm not up to your expectation. I'm up right. to my expectation. I like that about you 
all things how you are to your expectation. Like, I look, I look who am I trying to impress? CC, I tell people this all the time. You can't impress me like that. Now, it's some shit that will, but I'm just, let me just say this. I am trying to impress myself. So if you're doing ordinary shit, like you got a new whip, hell, I'm trying to get a new whip. That's all, that ain't impressing me. You did life goal shit. You know what I'm talking about? You took a trip outside the country and shit. That didn't impress me. Everybody wants, should want to take a trip once in their life outside the country. I'm not being funny. Like, motherfuckers be doing ordinary life shit and they want a cookie. And I'm like, yo, I'm trying to graduate. Like you said, you about to buy your house. I'm trying to graduate to buy my house. And mm-hmm. what I'm basically saying, that's a life goal. And it ain't nothing. When I told you that, it's like, big me up in the aspect that, yo, I'm making progress. I'm moving along like I'm supposed to move along. And it's not like, yo, what do you mean? You bought a house, dog. You did your thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What the fuck do you want? You know, mm-hmm. like, you need a banister? You know, you just doing life goals. So sometimes people get confused and be thinking that they life goals are like the be all end all. Like it's bigger than your life goal, dog. That's everybody's goals. That, that you doing shit. Look, you graduated high school. I'm I'm proud of you. You, you were supposed to. That's what you do. You went to school. You graduate. Come on. What do you want? You went to college. You got your degree. Elaborate on that for me a little bit, CC. What do you think about what I'm saying with that shit? Like, how, like, motherfuckers be doing life shit and they be wanting some kind of accolade. Like, it's different. Like, you open up your own business. Yeah, I'm supposed right. to give you props. That's a different type of, that's different than my kid just went to um, first grade. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on. Like, it's, it's just, it's, I know. Like, like, have you ever seen uh, Not Another Teen Movie? Yes. That's my, one of my favorite movies. And uh, remember when the uh, white boy was doing the slow clap and a white girl told him that it's a time and a place for that and everything mm-hmm. and that he'll know when the time and place is. That's what I'm talking about. Some of y'all people be wanting that slow clap for ordinary shit. That slow clap is for some extraordinary shit. What you think, what I'm saying? Well, here's the thing. When anyone tells me they graduated from school, I commend them. Come on. Because especially especially people of color or like my friends, a lot of my friends that are poor whites, you know, that they're not expected to make it out. Like there's parts of New Jersey where like I had somebody on the podcast not too long ago and they were white. And he talked about, you know, it made me sad. And it was like, damn, I felt bad for him. It's like he used to live in a ditch, you know. Mm. And for many years, he lived homeless, like in a ditch. And you would never expect that. And he graduated. You know what I'm saying? He graduated and he served our country. So shit like that. That's beautiful. Look, you got to come in. Listen, that's again, that's a slow clap moment. Understand what you said. The man said he slept in ditches. That shit's Mm -hmm. serious. But they they don't understand that in America. Look, when I saw the newscast the other day, let me tell you some funny shit. This shit be funny to me. So they showed on these centers where motherfuckers were lined up like five, six hundred cars deep wanting to get these boxes for food and shit, right? Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. these Midwest states I just want to throw out there, right? So, you know what? What fucked me up? They 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 said that um they blamed it on um they blamed it on Corona. You know what I'm talking about, CC? That these people needed this food and shit. But I just want to say this real quick. I know about you Midwest states, and I know about how y'all have to get out early in the morning once a year. The health things turn y'all basketball, y'all whole school into a triage. Give y'all the full treatment. You need glasses. They got your glasses. You need teeth. They gonna dentist you, get you your teeth, all that. I know about how y'all will roll and how y'all had to have them vans come through with that food um, for the kids, them bag lunches, and how y'all was saying y'all didn't eat like that, how motherfuckers were talking about she made money because she used to give people in the neighborhood bowl haircuts, and literally what she would do is put a bowl on your head and cut your hair. At the same time she done this, there was a white man in the chair who said that he'll vote for Trump again because he's trustworthy, because he know how to invest his money and everything. And that's what he was saying. This is what he said, and this is the thing that fucked me up. Remember again, this is a motherfucker getting a bowl haircut. This nigga is broke. His whole city is broke. And he still Mm -hmm. say he'll vote for Trump, and he broke. He, look, it gave me a mindgasm. And so when I'm basically getting back to what I was saying, not trying to get off topic, people at home, but when I see all them cars lined up for food, that shit ain't got nothing to do with corona. Them niggas were already hurting in the Midwest. Them white people are hurting in them Kentucky, yeah. them rural areas of America. Them niggas is broke. Coal miner states, they're broke. Yep. And that's the sad part is they're probably going to vote for him again. And that's the sad part. And I'm not being funny to y'all, man. You see this shit? You see this level of poverty and you'll be thinking to yourself, this shit look like a third world country. No, this is Savannah, Georgia, deep in the South. I'm trying to tell people it's fucking real with man. And them motherfuckers don't give a fuck that they don't got the amenities that some of us take for granted. All things. Right, right. I mean, they, they don't got running water. It's just crazy. Like, this country has become a fucking communist country. Like, when I tell you this is becoming fucking Cuba, it's becoming Cuba. Like, in Cuba, when you go to the grocery stores, it's the same shit. You got to grab the shit before it's gone. Oh, um, can I say this to you? And it's funny that you say that because I remember, America. I remember when you were talking about, you know, wanting to make the comparison to Trump and Hitler, right? But I, I think that's uh, I think that's a little too shallow of us and how we talk here all things in the red eye report. I don't think, I don't think it is. I don't think let, me, let, let me give you a let me give you a better topic. I think we should talk about what democracy is versus what communism is. And that is the greater focus because if people some people think that Communism is good, and they don't understand what they get from a democracy. It's the same shit on all things. Um, when people, I got people in my family that believe centralized banking is the shit. Why? 
Oh, because they think that it's good. Hey, but they the same people. Let me tell you something, CC. They the same people that told me that Africa was broke. Get the fuck out of here. Africa has the most resources. Why you think they take over fucking Africa? Let me tell you something. We were in a debate. My um, my peoples, him and his girl, we were in a, over a three-hour debate about me telling them that there is no way Africa was broke and there was no way that centralized banking is good. If everybody understands their history books, the Boston Tea Party, why we, um, why we broke free from Europe, why we, they created the um, United States, why they made the Bill of Rights. It was all because they didn't want us to be part of centralized banking. And guess what the fuck we are? Part of centralized banking. Here's my here's my whole take. It's just crazy that they would think that Africa, you know, it's not even history books. It's not even history books. Just look at look at common sense and logic. They got motherfucking diamonds. Diamonds. Oil. And I try to tell them that shit. They didn't resources. And you know who's taking over right now? And this is why Donald Trump, when he first came out, he was like, China, 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 China. The Chinese have been exiled and they're they're working. Okay. They are working. What Africans used to work to feed their family, now the Chinese people have filled up the jobs. Did you know that? I did. They're taking over. It is what it is, you know. They're look, smart. look, it's let me just is. say, let me tell you how. It was um, proposed to me. They said to me, did you know how, did you know that China is canalizing and Japan are canalizing Africa? And I said, and I said, what do you mean? He said, they're coming over there by the buttloads. You'll be surprised by how many are over there doing the work that the Africans used to do because they graduated to other work. That's what I tried to tell people. Like, you can't be mad at motherfuckers graduating. It was like over here in the United States. Remember, black people mm-hmm. used to work like hell in fast food. Now Mexicans work like hell in fast food. Black people are management. We've grown a little bit. That's all I'm saying. Not a lot, but a little bit. Right. You know? and, the, and the billionaire that owns McDonald's right now is a black man. Did you know that? Nah, you just brought facts on people at home. Now you telling me that so a black man owns the whole corporation of McDonald's and this yep. is on there. Yep. Billionaire. He's a billionaire. Multi billionaire. Not now, not we serve millions. They need to say we serve billions. Now the only thing that I knew now, now let me tell you what was funny about this. The only thing I knew was about the white man that stole the idea from the you know that movie and shit, the original movie like the motherfucker, when he started the idea of McDonald's, he didn't quite understand the concept. So the dude, like, stole it from him, basically, because he got him to license the McDonald's name and everything and shit to him. I, I, I might be not saying it completely 110%, but they made a movie about it, let me put it that way, and wrote, like, three books. You gotta send me the link to some of that stuff on on YouTube, you know. But yeah, like I, I said, 
Nazi America. I believe in that. That, that. Look, 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 look. So are you trying to tell me, when you say Nazi America, are you trying to say democracy is dead? What's up with you? Of course it's dead. Of course Why? it's dead. Why is it dead? I, I still believe in democracy. I do not believe it's dead. No, we do have, we, we like, we believe in democracy, obviously. But okay. what I'm saying, we have the descendant of KKK members running our country. Now, that, we have people... No. Go ahead. Uh, that's a, now I'm going to say to you, that's an easy one, though, because, look, the KKK, when the shit flipped, half of the motherfucking police departments are full of KKK. You know how that go. You know, that's an easy one. Come on. Oh, yeah. The, the, the police was created uh, for slavery. We know that. Mm-hmm. I, I learned that in school. That's so true. That was all about retrieval. That was a that was a that was retrieval. That's what they were designed to do. Um, mm-hmm. when we say that, you know, here's the thing about look. When I see those armed people at the Capitol protesting with guns and everything, right? Mm-hmm. I be scratching my head, scratching, and I be asking, "Why do you need guns to protest? Who's gonna hurt you?" I don't know. The police ain't gonna hurt you. Philippe, why people gonna hurt you? I just, I never understood why you need guns to protest. You know what I'm saying? And I believe in everybody's right to protest shit. I didn't really, to be truthful here, the Red Eye Report, I understand the Black Lives Matter movement, but then at the same time, I'd be like, all lives matter. And Black Lives Matter, of course, but I just think when you put it out there like that, Again, you make us the singularity. And I don't like being a singularity. Do you understand what I'm saying by that, Cece? Yeah, I do. Um, can I just read this article to you? To, so Hell you yeah. Kinda, like, understand? So this is Come an on. article from the Washington Post. And it says, this is an excerpt. It says, with such ignorant, irrational, and offensive appropriations out there, it is not surprising that many are pushing back against current comparisons with the Trump administration to Nazi Germany. These rebuttals of the use of Holocaust comparisons in reference to the administration have come stridently from various quarters. The columnist Daniela Greenbaum would prohibit us from, compare, from comparing all wrongs, even the ones that Trump carries out. So basically what they're saying is that they wouldn't let them write articles about this. So they're saying to, to the evils of Nazi Germany. She claims such comparisons are dressing up current events. A writer for the conservative American Spectator called comparisons despicable and cheap. American Jews are themselves divided. Some have seen parallels between the the Trump administration and the Nazi policy, while others, such as Morton Klein, president of the Zionist Organization of America, called such comparisons morally bankrupt and then doubled down on it, suggesting that it bordered the Holocaust. What do you think about that? Well, I, I want to tell you what came to my mind when you first initially started reading it. It was what you got like, even be, like maybe like half of the paragraph in. The first thing that popped in my mind, I thought about, was how they were treating the Mexicans at these detention camps, exactly. and that is concentration camps. I instantly exactly. thought about the kids there. I thought about them being in aluminum foil blankets. I thought about that whole 
whole, whole situation. That shit is nothing but the... You know, look, we can't be more blatant. You see, I stumbled over four words because you can't... That's exactly, Yo, you join them like they, they did the motherfucking Jews in the concentration camps. It's the same shit. Why they got weak minds? Why do they not have real minds? Why do you have the I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But for me, he, like, he really, I don't know what his personal vendetta is against, you know, Mexicans and Chinese people. I don't know what his personal vendetta is. But for me, it hurts me. When I did the last Fearless, some of our fighters, they're from Mexico, right? Okay. Some of our fighters are from Mexico. And when I went to Mexico, oh my God, B Dog, I was in tears. To see how those people out there are suffering. And not how they were suffering then. They're suffering twice as much here now with the COVID-19. People are losing their houses. One of our guys is about to lose his gym. And we don't want that to happen. You know? It's ridiculous. So why give them this mistreatment? Why treat children, you know, like animals? Why put them in a cold area with Aluminum foil blankets. I don't get it. Would you do that to Ivanka Trump? Well, see, here's the thing that we're going to say on that, because I can speak in a different level, but I have to watch my words up here because, you know, we we is trying to go national, and we on our path to go national, so we got to be careful so we don't kill ourselves. But, you know, it's one of those things where I'll tell you this right here. Um, Some of that shit boils down to you know that that you Epstein. You mm-hmm. know what I'm talking about. I might not be saying his name right, right? Mm-hmm. But some of that shit boils down to what he was doing, and that's how I worry with the code. Like everybody, like because they tell me um, all things that mean you need to talk more in code because, like, when people be talking, it's more code than what people be thinking. Like. You you know, most of us be talking to you blatant, but they actually speak in four other words to four other people in the back row, and they know the code. So right. I'm just saying the way I'm coding that up is you look at Einstein, and then you look at why the hell would they want kids? You get what I'm right. saying? Why would you seen. want kids? Why would you want kids? You just just scratch your head and say they don't want the adults; they want the kids. Hmm. You know, you think kale's quick. That's all I'm saying. That's how I like to code it. You got to code it because if you code oh, it, they're not. Man, listen, the whole the whole industry they already expose themselves. You got actors out there saying that they're they out there fucking kids and shit. Like, I mean, I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm just saying they expose themselves to that. Here's well, one particular. Here's one particular um thing that I noticed. So, I like this. I like this song by Justin Bieber. It's called Yummy, right? Okay, so, right. In the video, um, in the Justin Bieber video of Yummy, when you notice, um, you know, he has depictions of him when he's a young singer. And then when he's at the table, it's like he's at a table with elites and they're saying that he's yummy, right? Right. So just check, out the, just check out the video and you'll see what it's talking about. Basically, he's saying like, he's yummy. He's the platter, right? You just got to pay attention. They put, it, they, put the, they put it in the videos. They put it, you know, Hollywood has a way of exposing itself. But that's all I'm going to say. That's all we can say that. But can I, can I collaborate on that a little bit? And it's be, it'd be the weirdest shit because it's like you just said. 
it's the symbolism that it reflects what because you're right because look for man let me tell you you know for the longest i didn't know that was justin Bieber's song really i didn't i thought it was a black person singing that song honestly <laughs> Well, There's yeah, no he, he was a master. He was a master appropriator. That's why he changed his style now. Come on now, and I and I did not um and and when you tell me that extra tidbit and see it be symbolism, symbolism, and then like when we when we say this shit again again, look half of y'all don't really understand what. This shit be because see this shit be running concurrent with five other situations. See, you got the Mandela effect going on. You know what I'm talking about? Then right. you got the polarities. Then you got different. Look, can I tell you some fucked up shit about some shit though, real quick though, CC? All right, mm. go ahead. All right. So me and you can see two same scenarios, right? right. And shit. And the same fucking scenario, like we can see. A motherfucker, that's what I'm going to say. A motherfucker was running into a building and he ran out with a bag. Now, me and you both saw that. But when I tell my story back, I say he had a gray shirt on. You say he had a green shirt on. You say he was tall. I say he was short. It's because we have various different views of the same reality. Do you understand what I'm saying? Neither one of our realities are wrong. Right. But when like when you're dealing with Hollywood, like for me, the whole fight thing, even if you're an amateur, right? You have you have handlers. Like I have handlers. Okay. Like, when it gets time, if, if you understand what I'm talking about, I do. But before you finish, exactly when you because you got to have those particular hat. Come on now, go ahead. What you're saying now, you got to have those, right? Go ahead. Right. So when it before it gets down time for me to do my fights, like there's certain handlers that if you don't do everything they tell you to the team, they won't fuck with you. Like they'll be won't like, no, fuck I'm, with done. You. I'm done with her. I'm done with her. And I had to learn. I had to learn the hard way that like, you know, especially in the beginning of your career. And a lot of pop stars go through this. It's like you got to let them dress you how they want. You got to let them kind of like take a little bit of control right, of your career. You got to let them do that. And I was going crazy because at one point I was like locked away from everybody, and I was like, I can't do this, you know. Come on. And and people are like, Oh, well, she's crazy. She's this. She's that. Like even to Britney Spears, people are like, She's crazy. And I'm like, Well, you don't know what the fuck she's going through, you know. They asked Britney Spears why she shave her head, and she was like, I'm tired of people putting their hands on me. I'm tired of everybody touching me, you know. And that Come has on. to raise a red flag. It has to raise a red flag. You know, well, again, with most of the shit, if uh, look, let me just say this to you: if you believe another person told you to drink bleach, and you drunk bleach, and you know all your life you hate drunk bleach, until this one person said you can drink bleach, and then you drunk bleach, it's one of those type of things. I understand it's perfectly what she's saying. I am tired of motherfuckers running their hands through my head, doing what they want to do to my head. I want to do something different to my own head. I understand it. I'm not going to... Look, look, let me just say this to you again. I'm not alone. Mm -hmm. If that motherfucker jump off the bridge, I'm not about to follow him off the cliff. That's all right. I'm telling y'all at home. Right. He There's fell off the cliff. That I, 
there are certain things that I won't do. And that's why there are certain people that won't surround themselves with me because they want to control me down to a T. And I'm like, no, that's not how I operate. Okay. First of all, you're not even on the same spiritual path as me. To be in my team, you have to be in the same spiritual path as me. That's number one. Number two, I got to pray on it and meditate on it. Okay. And if it don't make sense, I'm not doing it. Period. And uh, here at the Red Eye Report, we feel everything you just said. We all just base it off their energies. If their energies ain't right, we can't even deal no kind of business when your energy got to line up. And that's what I'm trying to tell people. Like, sometimes y'all know these people's energies ain't right, and y'all still try to get in bed with them, do business with them, trying to establish something with them, and you establishing something with a snake. With the rat, your energy told you. Let me tell y'all people at home. Y'all got to listen to y'all gut. Your gut ain't gonna lead you astray. When your heart, when your stomach bubbling, you got to listen to that bubble because that bubble is trying to tell you some shit about to go down, and you don't need to be a part of it. That's what I'm telling you. And look, um, sometimes we all fall victims to this to that situation. But I like how you put it out there. And what would be your advice to people coming up in this day and time in 2020 when they want to get into that field or any field for that matter? Like, it's difficult now because it's a lot of haters and it's a lot of people chasing clout. And they'll use right. you to get clout and then dump you. Not only, not only will they use you to get clout, they will use you to make you look like the bad guy so that nobody fucks with you. They will try they will try to create a way to blackball you. You have to have your own like for me, I got lucky that I took marketing in college. I wasn't going to go to college at all. I said I'm I said I'm from the street. Why the fuck would I ever go to college? That doesn't make any sense to me. I come from gang life. Why would I go to college? And I st- and I did. I went and I search for knowledge and I studied business law and marketing in the state of Indiana and then when I learned certain things and how networking works and that networking helped me in MMA to the point to where I was able to build this platform for myself so now it's like not only am I able to build a platform I'm older than all these stupid bitches beneath me it's like I got something you don't got number one I'm not living at my parents' house, okay? Number two, I'm a grown-ass woman. And number three, I don't have a manager, so I can move around freely. I don't have, you know, so many handlers controlling me to the point where I can't move around freely. If you can't move around freely, if you can't go to certain events, if you can't be at certain places, you're not going to meet the people that you need to meet to take you to that next level. Because those people that you're fucking with, they're going to tell you, oh, well, don't talk to this person or don't talk to that person. That's not the way business works. You got to be frenemies. Look at the politicians. They're frenemies. Like how you said it, frenemies. That's what it is. You got to be able to be in the same room with people you don't like. That's the way business works. Oh, man. Let me just, uh, if I could just elaborate right there, and I want to tell people that whole, that's the difference with some of my peoples to a certain extent, and I can't speak for a all, but to a certain extent. Black people don't like to do business with you if they don't like you. And that's a problem. Because, see, white people will do business with a person they don't like because it's business. And the key word she said was frenemies. See, 
you sometimes have to break bread with a person you don't agree with to get to the place you're trying to be, to accomplish the goal that you're trying to accomplish. Because remember, they're just one of the little obstacles in the road. And you know, you, you know, you got to go around obstacles. And sometimes you got to get in bed with some of these strange bedfellows. Do you get what right. I'm talking about? Right. And we're not we're not talking about sleeping with people. Like uh-uh. there's certain Oh no. Certain, no. Listen, here's what it is, B Dog. In the beginning, I know there's fake motherfuckers. I let them around my presence because I wanted to see what they're about. I wanted to feel their energy. Mm-hmm. I'm taking you in. I'm reading you. Yeah, I'm gonna allow you to come in my house, even though I know you don't like me. And I'm gonna let you sit on my I'm gonna let you sit on my bed and I'm gonna let you talk that rah rah shit all fucking day. But at the end of the day, I'm gonna look down the line a month a, a year later and I'm gonna see where you stand versus where you were when you came to my house. Mm-hmm. And you can you can never say that I didn't invite you into my energy, into my space. Mm-hmm. And that shows me who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. I like to study and be around the enemy first. And once I'm around them and I see who they are and I know who they are, now I know how to play the game. You got to know how to play the game. And like a, and let's tell the people that hold up. Uh, I like see what she says. You got to study. You got to be, uh, you got to be, you got to observate. You got to run your recon. You got to know the necessary things to understand your enemy, to strategize and be able to anticipate they next fucking move. Come on. Yep. A lot of people are... Look, I, you know, for me, it's fucked up that we got to be that way to a certain extent. You understand what I'm saying? Like, you know, because for me, like, when it comes to, like, inviting people in to my crib and shit, right? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you to come over, but I won't give you a formal invitation because I know about vampires, and I know right. that you got to invite evil in. And I don't invite evil in. And let me also say this to people at home. I have um holy oil. And my doors are got blessings and holy oil in it, like I'm on some supernatural the uh Winchester brothers type shit. And basically I know some people that come in my home, they can't stay all things entertainment. Because when they pass my threshold, if their intentions is wrong, they got to go, got to go, got to go. You see what I'm saying? And they got to go, got to go, got to go. And they go fast. They might be here for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and then they go. Then the people that's right, they can be here all night because their energy is right. And when they pass through that threshold, their energy was right. And that's all I'm telling you. And those um, blessings are on the front of the door, the back of the door. And on the stone door, you got no choice but be hit with those blessings. And if your intent and your energy is wrong, you can't. It's not going to work for you. And that's what I'm telling people. Um, You have to protect yourself from um, certain types of people and certain type of energy. You have to. You cannot get caught up with the succubus. You cannot get caught up with the energy vampires. You can't. You can't. You, You they will, oh my gosh, they will drain you. And they love to drain you. Uh, all things entertainment, they love to drain you and then they love to drain you and then take your idea and run with it like it was their own. And mm-hmm. shit. And they love to do shit like that. 
because not only are they energy suckers, they're idea drainers. They ain't got no ideas of their own. Look, mm-hmm. I fucking with a motherfucker. Have you ever fucked with people like this? All things where they call you up, ask you what you're going to do for the day. And then they call four other people up to ask them what they're going to do for the day, right? And what mm-hmm. sounds the best out of the five people they call, that's what they're going to do. See, I ain't that motherfucker. See, when I called you up all things and I asked you what you were going to do today, and you said, well, shit, I'm going to go for a nature walk. And then I said, well, shit, I'm going to tag along. I don't need to call four other people up to figure out what the fuck they're doing. Because when I called you up, I wanted to know what you were doing, and that's what we're going to do. See, those are those people I don't fuck with. Because you, it, it shit, you don't need four other ideas to figure out if you need to do this or not. You don't want to go hiking. You just don't want to go hiking. You know what I'm talking about? Right, right. I totally agree with that. Come on now. The many a time, motherfucker called me up, bit all. You want to go fishing? I'll uh, catch you next time, bit all. No, I see me. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? I ain't afraid to tell a motherfucker no. I ain't going to shoot you no curry. I'm motherfuckers like to shoot curves. Mm-hmm. Y'all want to cut that possibility off. You see what I'm talking about? Like, I don't have a problem. Like, yo, that ain't going to work for me. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people can't do that. They want to be like throughout. Look, what do you feel about this statement I'm about to make on all things? Don't some people want to be liked to the detriment of their character? What do you think about that? Man, it's like I say, I study 50 Cent a lot and I read his book and it says instant gratification. Do not worry about that. That's the worst thing that you can worry about. Instant mm. gratification. Mm. That will bring you down in life because the moment you're up, people want to cheer you on. But the moment you're down, trust me, that will bring you down and, and people will walk out of your life. And how are you going to handle that? Because you're so used to instant gratification. So used to it to the point that you expect it. And I don't expect nothing. That's what I tell motherfuckers. I take nothing for granted. I am appreciative and grateful to be here to get the shit it's read out report to be up here with all things entertainment. And I tell people, y'all need to stop because I always like to make the funny funny sometimes, y'all at home. Um, and I quote from that good old movie Eraser. Sometimes y'all take simple shit for granted, like the ability to chew solid food. Don't take that shit for granted. That shit real. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You won't be able to chew steak. You won't be able to chew a bug. Trust me, you don't want your shit parading. Come on now. Yep, that's a that's a freaking fact. And let me just say, going back to what we were saying, you know, about you know avoiding instant gratification and about fear and about using your resources to your advantage. You and- know, I I do that in life for everything, and I'm just like, even in a job, I'm like, well. I'm I'm not like the best at my job and I'm new here and you know or whatever the odds like I don't ever let race work against me does that make sense mm-hmm. I, know there, I know there's people that are racist towards me like where I'm at it's mostly whites out here and I don't ever let that work against me ever like my boss he's white nobody says hi to him nobody acknowledges that man and you know what I do every single time I see him I said how are you doing Chad how's your day you know, and I just became his best friend by doing that. Just not not because I'm trying to become his best friend, but it's because I, I genuinely care and I genuinely say hi to people like when I see them, you know, 
And I'm not going to ignore him just because he's the boss. A lot of people are intimidated by him. Like, oh, I'm not going to talk to him because he's the boss, you know. But when he found out I wasn't in the building, he turned he turned to my guys and he was like, hey, why isn't she here? Like, where's she at? Where's my girl? You know? And then they're like, oh, shit. The boss likes her. Okay, so we got to keep her. We got to have her here. You know? It's things like that in your job. Another thing, when I, when I first walk in the door for my job, I am working from the moment I walk in the door to the moment I walk out of the door. Non-stop, heavy, heavy, hard labor, hard labor. Because you know what? Come on. Nobody's going to fucking outwork me. Nobody. 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 Because I'm going to give... You got to have that attitude. You got to have that attitude, and you got to give 110. I don't give a fuck if you a pooper scooper. Right. Be 110 at your pooper scooper. See, a lot of y'all can have butter jobs, pie jobs, and y'all still complain. And y'all still don't want to give 110. I don't understand you guys because I know some of y'all. Mm. And y'all got peasy jobs and get paid good fucking money. Mm. Bullshit. And complain <laughs> about it the whole way. That's bullshit, y'all. Stop that. 2021. Stop. Yep. yep. I know people who got easy jobs not doing shit as, as a security guard. Like, as a security guard, that's one of the easiest jobs I've ever had in my life. And you make good money, you get good benefits. And I had coworkers that would complain, and I'm like, bro, what are you complaining about? We're sitting down in a fucking desk, or we're driving around in a fucking car. We got free gas, a gas card, you know, to put in the fucking car. Like, what are you complaining about? We don't got no car payments. Man, listen, we ain't got no car payments. Man, this is the thing that, 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 that like we saying again, that, that's the part that fucks you up. When they when they complaining like that, you trying to figure it out in your mind, like, how are you complaining that this butter? That, and people will find some way to complain about the most. Well, me and you find fun. Let me tell you something. I find doing these podcasts fun. They're therapeutic. I don't give a fuck. I got people that tell me, I don't know why you do this shit. I don't understand. I can't get out there with you. Uh, all that other mumbo jumbo that I don't hear. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, you got to be able to do you. How you feel about that? Yeah. And like I said, ain't nobody going to outwork us. You know, B-Dog, Red Eye Report, All Things Entertainment, we killing these podcasts. We're pushing them out, pumping them out, pumping them out. You know, I have like almost 300 episodes that I've done since last year. Congratulations. Let me tell you, that's big up. Do you understand the type of content you got? 300 episodes? Very yeah. shit, man. I haven't even Wonderful. posted everything. I haven't even posted everything. Come on. You gotta have that type of shit. You gotta be out here willing to do this type of work. That's what we say when putting in the work. A lot of people don't want to put in the work on basic shit. And I'd be like, yo, we in covert. We gotta be out here doing this shit. We should be. We only fooling ourselves if we not. Fuck what they told me. I'm out here trying to get it. All things out here trying to get it. The report trying to get it. And not only that, y'all, but sometimes I know y'all be thinking, y'all motherfuckers always be on that serious shit. It's not that. It's just the shit that go on in my day-to-day. It's the shit that she go on in her day-to-day. We only gonna speak about what go on in our day-to-day. I'm sorry if you wanted somebody to make something up for you, paint a colorful picture for you. Not every day is colorful for me. Not every day is pretty for me. And I'm only a reflection of the day. How you feel about that? I mean, 
that's a fact. I mean, yesterday I can't. Did we do a podcast yesterday? I can't remember. We did. Come on, because we do them like this. That's right. Come yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We pump them out so much. I I can't even keep keep up. But there was one day when we didn't do a podcast, and I'm gonna just be honest with you. I was feeling down. I was feeling low. The person who gives everybody advice, the person who everybody calls, you know, for Come advice. On. And I was just feeling low, and I was just having my moment, you know. And I was like, you know what? Let me let me sleep it off. And then when I woke up in the morning, I was fine, you know. But I have those moments too, you know. It's not like oh, I'm all cheer and happy all the time. But for the no. most part, I usually am. Well, for the most part, but we can all experience down moments. And let me tell you, I've experienced some of them the same moments that you had. Last Friday, I was having a real bad day. Uh, but you know what? Then Saturday, we did a pod. And let me tell you something. that like that Because like when I get to talk like this and just get to express certain feelings, and that's why I've been trying to tell my peers and anybody out here that's listening to us, come on out here on this platform. Get that shit the fuck off your chest. This is therapeutic for us. This is a beautiful opportunity to share some of the shit that bobbles my mind. Because some shit bobbles my mind, CC. I ain't lying to you. Like, when I hear some of these stories I hear, some of this shit just bobbles your mind. Like, you can't believe that they would have shot a young girl in her sleep and the criminal they wanted was already locked up. You know what I'm talking about? That only tells me that she was destined to do something great and she was on the clip list. You feel what I'm saying? Yes, yes. Come on. That's exactly what you're saying. Um, but yeah, this is very therapeutic for me as well. I think this is the only thing that keeps me going are these podcasts, to be honest with you. My mom is like, why don't you work on your podcast? I was shocked. And I didn't even know my parents listened to the podcast. I was like, oh my God, they actually support the podcast. I love it. Come on. I love it they, they asked you that. And I mean, look, man, what, what, what's some of the feedback that you get today? Like the topics that we choose? Because so many people that be listening, they tell me that they, look, they love when we come with some, some Pacific, but they say they love our banter. That's what they tell mm-hmm. me. They love banter. Right. They love the banter, but they also got to love the facts and listen to what we're actually saying. Because this is educational as well. It's a message here, y'all. It is. It's some true statements here. It's just some things that I question. Like, you got to question. Like, what we do here at All Things in the Red Eye, we question certain aspects of life and certain things that they want you to just fall in line with. You got to question certain things. You have to ask yourself, why they want to rush the economy back? You have to ask yourself, when motherfuckers said you need vaccine and you can't get a vaccine for 12 to 18 months, but a motherfucker told you they got a vaccine in nine months, you shouldn't take that vaccine. I'm going to go with the motherfucker that told me you need 18 months. That's what I'm saying. You, when, right. the, when the first thing you hear, that's half, that's the truth. Everything after that be the lies. What do you think about right. that? That's that's totally true. Um, but it could also be like the iPhone. You know how when they come out with the iPhone, it's got some it's got some glitches, and then the thirteen iPhone is a better one than iPhone number nine. It could be like that too, you know. But the original vaccine, like they already got it. People have been getting this vaccine in New York. I don't understand why the rest of the world doesn't have it. I guess it's kind of a perk to live in New York, you could say. Come on. I don't know. I don't know. I guess they're doing it because Donald Trump is from New York, you know. His father 
Um, I was actually born in the hospital where Donald Trump's dad built. So, I mean. Damn. Uh, What do you think about when uh, some people say there's two Donald Trumps? What do you think about that? When they say what? There's two Donald Trumps. Like, there's an orange one and a white Donald Trump. See, you, <laughs> sometimes you got to look. Look, if you ain't peep this shit, just peep this shit now. On certain interviews, you'll get a beige Donald Trump. And then in certain interviews, you'll get an orange Donald Trump. And you'll know you got the orange one because it'd be, it be all orange in his face, but set for around his eyes be white. That's the orange one. You got to peep well, this he got that uh that tanning cream. I've used that shit before. Come on now. <laughs> Come on. So you're saying he's a clone? I'm not telling you that he's a clone. I'm just saying that some people, I'll keep <laughs> my opinion in the gray area, and I'll say some people <laughs> say that there's two of him. You know my what I'm talking about? Parents are gonna have a field day when they hear this shit. Come on. <laughs> I'm not, you know, and I'm not the only one that's heard that. And I'm, I, I, and let me just say, on a couple of interviews, I've been inclined to say that I've seen orange one and I've seen a pale one. But that's just, I'm just saying, no speculation here. But look, it's weird shit out there. See, what they got to understand here, the radar report, we believe in aliens. We believe in the things that go bump in the night. We believe in superheroes. We believe in villains. Shit like that. We know the devil exists. I don't, I don't want to comment on any aliens. Last time I commented on aliens, my shit got ransacked. So I don't want to get any visits from the men in black. I'm good on that. I'm okay, fair enough. Fair enough on that. Because I don't, look, I don't want no visit from them niggas either because I'm going to put it to them <laughs> like this. Look, if they don't, look, if they in the recruiting, then that's what I'm in for. To recruit me, but don't come yeah, with the pin me. shit. Don't come with the pin shit. Don't be all we gonna have to block you out from remembering this last four or five hours. Stop that shit. I'm trying to be down like the black shit international. Man, look, B Dog, let me just tell you, me and Museum did a podcast on aliens, and next thing I knew, uh my storage got broken into. So that's all I'm going to say about that. Well, let me ask you something. And I took did it you down. Some, I took it did down. you have some artifacts in your storage? What was good in your storage? I mean, you know, you didn't have a proton laser, did you? What's good? No, I just, I mean, I, I had know, stuff in I the know, I had, I You had, had a particle accelerator. You had a particle accelerator in your, in your storage. And that's what it was. Yo. <laughs> no, I, I had notes from... I had notes from the podcast, and I had—I actually had a book with facts on it okay. that I got from the library. And next thing I know, my shit was ransacked. So that's all I'm gonna say. I'm not gonna talk about no aliens on on any channel. Come on, there. Come on, there. Hieroglyphics. Well, let me ask you a question. You won't talk about aliens, but will you talk about other life forms, including AI? Because AI is alive too. What you mean, Allen Iverson? <laughs> oh, no, I'm talking about computer. When I say AI, I'm talking about artificial intelligence. Oh. And I mean, if you want to talk about any kind of intelligence, I feel like the Chinese people and like the Japanese, they got all the intelligence in the world. They got it from somewhere. And here's the thing. They got 
they got holographic computers. They got these machines in Japan that cook the ramen noodles for you and shit like that. Like they got some out of this world futuristic shit that America is not even on yet. Yo, you know? when you say that shit, and you say some real shit about that, I mean, like, motherfuckers say they got them um, shits that were on uh, Star Trek where you can call the machine to make something and it can make it, like 3D printing and shit. You know what I'm talking about? I was like, oh, yeah. I, they, their cell phones have always been ahead of us. You know, let me tell y'all a funny story real quick. Y'all remember that TV show 24? Jack Power and shit. Uh, it was about a motherfucker that would have every episode would take place within an hour going according to 24. So in the show, out we at the home would always at my house, we would always be hyped because Jack Bauer had what we like to call a Jack Bauer smartphone back then. This is in the early, this is in the late 90s, early 20s. His phone could do some amazing shit with Sprint. Like, for example, they, he would, like, send me the map, and the shit would instantly send him the map to his phone, or or, or he'll take a picture, and the shit uh, instantly, while he's talking, he just snapped it, sent it, and bam, they, oh, that's, that's our, that's, um, Ray Ray, and, um, we, um, yo, he's got four outstandings and a, and a, and a bitch. You know what I'm talking about? His phone just did some awesome shit. And that's mm-hmm. what I base smartphones on people at home. Like, I always used to tell motherfuckers, I want a Jack Bauer phone. I want my phone to be... Like, listen, these smartphones that we got, these iPhones and shit, they ain't shit. To people in Japan and China, these fucking phones are laughable. Laugh. Because of all the, they, man, they have shit out there that if we brought it over here to America, people would be like, wow, mind blown. When they say mind blown, they don't understand watching full TV. They don't understand that that bitch is a full-blown motherfucking PC. When they go to them internet cafes and they get stuck on those MAOs, they log their phone onto the computer as well and shit and track their data. Shit like that that they do. Them, yeah, they, they got they, they got some futuristic shit over there. Cause I ain't bullshitting them. And uh, yeah. if that's one of the places that I want to visit. Uh, I got a couple of places on my bucket list that I like to visit. It's Australia, Japan. Australia, yep. I want to definitely visit South Korea because they have a lot of stuff. And especially, you know, since I'm a woman and their makeup, oh, my God, is out of this world. Take your woman to get some makeup in South Korea. Okay. That's the next hottest thing. Women in North Korea, it's illegal to get makeup. Women smuggle makeup from South Korea to North Korea and risk their lives. Sometimes they even get killed. Come up, yeah. That's right. Just for their makeup. And that's getting ready to come to America. That's going to be the the next biggest thing. All these other makeup lines, all these, like, I feel bad for a lot of the makeup artists, like Rihanna Fenty, her makeup line for black women. Nobody's going to care about that shit when these South Koreans come over here with this shit. I'm telling you right now, need to go over there. Another place that, um, not only that, but in Asia, you know, they have like malls and stuff and stores and inside those malls and grocery stores, they have like roller coasters to take you around the grocery store. They got some cool shit out there. They got some cool shit out there. What are you talking about? I want to see some of this shit. You know, obviously, this is the Red Eye Report. So we obviously got to go to Amsterdam. You know, we got to go there. And they're going to praise you guys when they see you and your wife. And if your wife got like curly hair or anything. 
that doesn't look like Korean or Asian, they're going to be like, wow, and they're going to want to take pictures with you guys. They're going to treat you like celebrities out there. You'll love don't it. You, don't you love shit like that, though, when, you, when you're when treated neutral in America? Mm-hmm. You know, because you don't get treated neutral in America. You know, it's outside the country. I ask people how racism works outside the country. Trust me, y'all. It still exists, but it isn't as like overt, and it's not as because see, a lot of times what we found in Trump's administration is that mm. motherfuckers that would hide their racism has chose to expose their racism. That's different. Mm-hmm. I like the motherfuckers that hid their racism. They were racist, but they hid it. I don't like these overt motherfuckers. They just like them. Oh fuck it, I'm racist. Fuck it. I don't like those because those people are dangerous. Do you understand what I'm saying? They're dangerous. And you know what I'm yes. saying? You might wind up having to hurt somebody. Um, what do you think about um when we had all these mass shootings and shit? Do you when these kids were busting guns and everything? I told people that it was because they won't hit no cheeks. That it was because they would that's what it is. That's what it is. And not only that, because because these are the hold on. These are the type of people that you could put it in one of those, Maggie. These are the type of people that they grow up with their parents rich or their parents work too much and are not at home to give them the proper love and attention. It comes from a place of lack. Remember, like mm. I said before. Mm. It comes from a place of lack. Mm. But uh, let's do some closing statements on what we feel about this lack and then we'll think about some topics for tomorrow. Already, because you know what we're gonna start taking. We might have to we're gonna start hitting y'all one every day. That's gonna be lovely. I like it. I, I like the thoughts of it. That's why I I'm I'm in it like this. I'm in it with coming soon. All things entertainment, red eye report. We're gonna be hitting y'all every day. We gonna figure this shit out in the off season. We're gonna make a schedule. We coming through every day. You know, because we're going international with this. We want y'all support. Um, we appreciate y'all, everybody that's listening, everybody that's tuning in. We hope y'all enjoying the content that we're bringing. Please comment if y'all got something. Y'all think it's something that we need to um, touch on, speak on. Don't feel free to hit us up up here and let us know. Um, and, and again, I'm just on. Um, we had read our report. We just honored the privilege to be able to bring you this type of content that we bring you. And we're just trying to keep it up with some consistency. What you got to say to that, all things? Come on. I just got to say, yeah, we're going to keep rocking, doing this. And, uh, yeah, I'm about to go give my niece an ass whooping because she's acting up. She's <laughs> making a lot of noise. My sister came in the room and was like, can you go tell her something? She already know I don't play that shit. My sister don't discipline her, but I do. Somebody got to already. You know what? Screaming at the top of her lungs. I got to go. <laughs> Amen to that. This is all things entertainment. <laughs> Red Eye.